Time now for Christian Car Guy Theater with today's episode, Tight is Right, Part 3. Previously, on Tight is Right, Part 2, Nahum looks up to see what appears to be a convoy headed his way. Jimmy's pulling up in his Jeep. His parents and grandmother are pulling in, along with Eustace in the patrol car with his lights flashing, pulling in behind Jimmy. Well, young man, yeah. You may have fixed my Corolla, but you, you, you're in a, a heap of serious trouble here. Now, let's see. Uh, hit and run, uh, destroying private property, and according to your parents, driving while talking on your cell phone. Now, that is reckless endangerment if I ever heard of it. Now, now just what do you have to say for yourself? Hmm? Uh, uh, you're welcome, uh, young man. Corolla boy. How come you didn't charge out any parts? Yeah, Jimmy, to break uh, why did you answer the phone um, while you were driving? Uh, you men all deserve some answers, and Jimmy will be with you momentarily. But first, he and I need some mother's son time. So, excuse us for a few minutes. Jimmy's mom makes quick work out of taking Jimmy back to Nahum's private office, while the men all stand around looking kind of dumbfounded at each other, and Grandma just shrugs her shoulders. And now, tight is right, part three. Jimmy, feeling cornered and overwhelmed, angrily stomps into the office with his mom close behind. Meanwhile outside, Jimmy's dad, Deputy Eustace, and Nahum reason amongst themselves as Pastor Jack drives up to join them. Ken, I, I do not mean to criticize you about your son, but he is in a heap of trouble. Yeah, yeah, I understand, Eustace. I, I just don't understand what's gotten into him. He's basically a pretty good kid. And when he answered the phone, I had no idea he was driving. Well, he sure messed up things with that valve job on the Corolla. I mean, he got it fixed, but he didn't charge for the parts. I'm sorry. Don't mean to seem greedy, Pastor Jack, but doggone it, I gotta charge for the parts. Gotta keep in business, you know. I understand, Nam. We all have to make a living. I, I was just concerned about Jimmy. I mean, he ran into Mr. Blake's headstone in the cemetery and knocked it over, and, and Mrs. Blake, as you know, is nearly 100, and she puts flowers in the little metal vase every Sunday, and Jimmy flattened it, I'm afraid. Thankfully, of course, Jimmy was okay, but then he just took off. Meanwhile, the car parts are chiming in with their two cents about Jimmy's behavior. Guido Gasket pipes up. Jimmy took off, huh? Made a quick getaway. I'd like to give him a good send-off. To the moon, Jimmy. What do you say, Tommy Tensioner? For once, I'm inclined to agree with you, Guido Gasket. You know, it's getting downright dangerous to drive with Jimmy. He's giving me a tension headache. And he's making you look pretty foolish, Gracie Gears Tank. How are you feeling? Well, I always try to give Jimmy the benefit of the doubt, but I have to admit I'm all shook up and have a little gas problem. I felt like my windshield wipers were coming off when we hit that headstone. I think I lost some of my fluid. I noticed you lost some of your fluid too, Mosey Motor Oil. Yeah, hey. Uh, all I can say is oil vey. Well, I, I, hey, I can also say that I'm pretty down and out after that. Oil gone, you might say. Speaking of gone, I'm surprised the love nuts are still with us. Are you still there, boys? Andy? Roy? Jack? Hey, you nuts, are you still there? Talk to us, Jack. Faith and Begora, we're hanging in for dear life. May the saints preserve us. 
Roy, Andy, how you tell me, lads? Of course we're here. We're tough. We're strong. We hang together. Yeah, uh, sure, it's been a bit of a rough ride, but hey, we're still here. Right, Andy? <laughs> hey, man, it's all cool in the shade, you know what I'm saying? It takes more than this to, to shake up the lug nuts. Although I must admit, Jimmy is more nuts than we are. Isn't that right, French offender? But of course. It is terrible what Monsieur Jimmy is doing. Oh, my poor finish is finished, Gracie. Scratched to the max. We just have to hope that his mom will talk some sense into Jimmy. So while everyone exchanges opinions, Jimmy is sitting in the office red-faced, sullen, and looking down at the floor, feeling a boatload of emotions while his mom finishes pacing and sits down. Jimmy, son, can you please look at me? Thank you. I know you're upset. I'm not angry with you. I'm really not. I'm just trying to sort this out, all right? I don't have all the answers, but I honestly just want to help you. I know the Lord can help us figure it out, okay? I guess. I don't know, Mom. I feel like I've dug myself into some deep hole and I can't get out. I don't even understand, so how can I expect you to understand? Or any of them? I can't even pray about it. Jimmy, we all make mistakes. We're all human. That's why we need a savior. Your dad and I both make mistakes, believe me. Can you tell me how all of this started? You're not gonna like it. Try me. I may not like it, but at least let's talk about it. Well, it all started when I told Nahum a lie. Well, I didn't really tell him a lie. I just sort of let him believe something that wasn't true. That's kind of like a lie. Yeah, I guess. Okay, this is a start. Jimmy, I'm going to share with you about a time when I told a lie to my mom, to grandma. She never did tell my dad. But she had a talk with me, just like I'm talking with you right now. What did you do? Well, it was when I was 17 years old. And when I look back, I realized that I was really at a crossroad. I had made the choice to deceive Grandma. I told her I was going to a youth meeting at church. And you didn't go? No. I decided to meet a guy, not your dad. But he was a guy I thought I was crazy in love with. Crazy was the operative word. My parents didn't approve of him. But I just decided to do it my way. I just ignored that voice in my head that was trying to warn me. What happened? Well, he took me to a party where there was a lot of drinking, and the police came. The police? Yep. Fortunately, I was able to get out the back door and ran home as fast as I could. I was a wreck, and Grandma met me at the door, and she asked me. Katie Ellen, where have you been? I went to the meeting at church, Mom. Really? Yeah. Katie Ellen, your friend Christy called and asked where you were because you were supposed to share your testimony tonight. She was very disappointed that you weren't there. Oh, Mom, I just decided not to go. Honey, you can tell a lie, but the truth will be in your favor. Oh, Mom. Oh, I went to the party with Chip. There was drinking, and and then the police came. I managed to get out, but... Oh, Mom, I'm so sorry. You're at a crossroads, Katie Ellen. I suggest you go to your room and pray about this. Remember, the way of the world is the broad way, but it's a dead end. God's way is narrow, but it leads to everlasting life with Him. So... What happened? I asked Grandma and God to forgive me and to keep me on his road. I met your dad a few months later. I'm so glad I went God's way. 
the road less traveled. But that one lie could have really messed up my life. Yeah, it was that one lie that messed up everything for me, too. Jimmy explains the whole story to his mom, how he let Nahum think that he did a more expensive job on Eustace's Corolla, and how that led to all the rest of that messed up day. Jimmy, let me just offer some of my thoughts, okay? Okay. First of all, I've learned the hard way that our choices have consequences. We all make bad choices at times, but we know that Jesus will forgive us if we tell him we're sorry. He said he would never leave us or forsake us. You believe that, don't you? Yeah. But it's important to learn from our mistakes. Hebrews 2.1 says, we must listen very carefully to the truths we have heard, or we may drift away from them. We have to be careful with our choices or we can drift away from God's truth, one compromise at a time. You can begin to get loose in your living and in the choices you make. Huh, just like the lug nuts. The lug nuts? Yeah, that's why the Jeep started wobbling. I didn't tighten the lug nuts when I rotated the tires. I was in too much of a hurry. I was even saying, right as tight, as I put the lug nuts back on the wheels, but didn't tighten them enough. And tight is right, isn't it? We need to stay tight in the Word of God, tight about the choices we make in life. Even the little ones can add up when we make the wrong choices, and we get loose, and we start to wobble and get off course, and eventually crash. Wow, Mom, that is good. That is pretty cool. It's a good parable. Tight is right. <laughs> tight is right. Do you think you're ready to pray now? Yes, and ready to face what I've done and to ask for forgiveness. Thanks, Mom. I needed that. Tight is right. Amen. And now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. <laughs> Randy, it's true what Sharon Alder said. Some of the most beautiful things worth having in your life come wrapped in a crown of thorns. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Daddy. Uh, where do you get this stuff? Uh, but that sure applies to Katie Ellen. She thought her failure as a young girl was a disqualifier, but God knows it makes her uniquely qualified to help her son with his failure. Because Jimmy was easily drawn to relating to his mother's humble confession. <laughs> and then he was restored through seeing his own guilt and the opportunity to make it right. <laughs> well, because right will make him tight with his family and friends again. Uh-huh. Jimmy can get back on the right track with his right foot forward, going in the right direction, right down his alley, right off the bat. Am I right, Randy? Oh, boy. Well, this time you left me somewhere. <laughs> Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Radiator. Highway to the danger zone today on the Christian Car Guy Show. How about driving at night with no lights and driver optional? <laughs> what? <laughs> you may wonder about that. We have Jim McBride, Ford Tech Leader for the Anonymous. I, I don't know how to say that exactly right, Jerry. Autonom it's autonomous. It sounds good to me. <laughs> it's one of those vehicles, and we're going to get to that in just a minute. But we are live, so we would love for you to call in today with any question or comment. Maybe you have something to ask, Jim, because you're going to be astounded by this technology. 
866-348-7884, 866-348-7884-TRUTH. And also today, talk about your highway to the danger zone. How would you like to try to clean up a 2002 Lincoln Blackwood for spring cleaning? If you've ever spent a lot of time on an older black car, you know what I'm talking about. We're going to talk about that today. And an update on our Jesus Labor Love car repair labor for single moms and widows last week. I told you about a lady in Nevada who really had a struggle, special needs child. And I got to tell you how the Lord came through for her through a lot of you actually this week. So we're very thankful for that. And then in the last segment, what if OnStar, (laughs) you know, you got kind of like Big Brother watching out for you. What if he could give you a driver recommendation to your insurance company or or maybe not. We got that coming up in our last segment today. And again, I am so excited to have that really the highway to the danger zone. Jim McBride on us. He's a Ford tech leader with how do I how do you say that, Jim? Autonomous? Yeah, that's correct. Autonomous. <laughs> there is a video that you guys have done about this Ford Focus that you took out in the dark, no lights, no driver. Well, the driver was kind of there. And, I, and I've noticed that you guys, you post a lot of videos. I've never seen one that had the amount of hits this this one has. Apparently, you guys really have hit a nerve with this car. Uh, yeah, you know, we, we like to have fun when we're out testing because, you know, that's part of our job is enjoying what we do. And uh, when we make videos, we try to make them educational. So in the point of the video um, you're talking about, um, we wanted to show how our main sensor on the car works. And it's basically laser beams in the near-infrared. Your eyes can barely see them if you turn out the lights. So our thought was, well, let's turn out the lights and use some night vision goggles and show people how these laser beams sweep across the ground and the car knows where it is. That is, it is really cool. And by the way, it's at christiancarguy.com. That, that video is as well as a lot of information on this vehicle. But essentially, how far away this technology is that we cars can actually see better <laughs> than we can it would it would appear how far away is this technology and and will they kind of bring it out a piece at a time well okay so that those are three great questions there um yes uh, i would agree that cars can see better than we can because uh you know once you're inside the car you know you have line of sight obstructions from you know the a pillar and the b pillar and you know parts of the sheet metal and you don't have eyes in the back of your head. And so uh, the sensors you see in that video do have 360-degree coverage, and we have multiple copies of them. So uh, that's one huge advantage that uh, we do have. Uh, And, uh, you know, in in terms of being able to see in the dark, as we're talking about here, um, you know, our point uh, on the car is to use as many sensing modes as we can so that we're, you know, really robust and, and redundant and reliable. So we do use cameras and radar and, and, and this laser system called LIDAR, and we put them all together. But um, when we're driving through a scene, uh, effectively the way it works is three million times a second we fire one of those laser beams and we wait for an echo. And when the echo comes back, we reconstruct it into a 3D image around the car, and then the car knows exactly where it is and everything else that's moving around the car. Wow, and you know, as it, for those of us who are used to the old navigation systems that you know came out a few years ago, and maybe even the one that's on your phone or whatever, occasionally it thinks there's a road where there is no road. So 
you know, it was kind of a scary thought as I was thinking about this technology <laughs> that if they are using, you know, the information that they have on where roads are because roads change all the time and sometimes. So I know you guys are way ahead of that, but I think you could at least, you know, kind of give our audience an idea of how that that's the thing is, wow, this car is supposed to know where it's going, but what if things change? Well, you know, that's a great question. Um, uh, we're, in my project, we're working on the far end of the spectrum where we're not going to ask the driver to suddenly intervene. And uh, when you get out to the, you know that level of challenge, you want to make sure you drive every road in advance to make sure you know it, it's drivable. And uh, while we drive it, we make a we make a map. And so our challenge when we come back is to, to figure out where we are in that prior map. And and once we uh, do a process we call localizing into that prior map. Um, all of the rules of the road and the lanes and the speed limits and your favorite Starbucks and everything is an- annotated in the map. And that's our main challenge is uh, you know, to understand where we are relative to where we've been before. Now, if, if we see something that's different, um, to your point, the roads change over time, uh, we note that and we send that information back up to the cloud and we update our maps in real time. So uh, we keep them fresh that way. Now, I know you did ask about, you know, how far out in the horizon this is, and I didn't get around to answering that yet. Um, if you have this sort of technology that can make a car uh, capable of driving itself, you could imagine using it in a whole array of uh, circumstances. You know, maybe you've got a congested city where you've uh, closed off the downtown and you've got these little uh, mobility shuttles that only go 10 miles an hour. Maybe you have a taxi uh, rideshare service. Maybe you deliver packages, you know, for a company like FedEx or Amazon. Or maybe you have a personal ownership model where, you know, you drive the car just like you do today and cruise control is now replaced by, you know, you know sort of the autonomous drive. Um, those are all very different business cases, and they all take a different amount of time to launch into the market. So what I can tell you, though, is that the underlying technology behind all of them is probably going to be mature in the next four to five years. Wow, and that's coming up fast, but then you, you can't help but wonder, you know, the road crew gets out there today, <laughs> and, and, you know, they're setting up something that's totally new, and here comes this car that doesn't know. But, again, they're going to see that there's something there that shouldn't be there and immediately begin to flash a warning or something. But it's so cool that, that you guys are working on stuff like that, and think of the lives that are going to be saved. Jim, thank you so much for being on with us again. Ford continues to just charge out there and bring us some amazing stuff. God bless you. I appreciate you being on with us, Jim. It's my pleasure to be with you and your listeners today, and uh, thanks uh, for your interest in our project. God bless. All right, we'll be back with so much more. Christian Carga. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Free car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. It's the Jesus Labor of Love. We partner with repair facilities all over the country to provide the free labor if those in need supply the parts. ChristianCarGuy.com. Just click on the big Jesus Labor Love banner. Check out this list as these are certainly godly places who volunteer for single moms and widows. Or fill out the volunteer form to make calls or pray for those in need. It's the Jesus Labor of Love at ChristianCarGuy.com.
that's a wonderful thing, isn't it, Jerry? And when you're when you're you're trying to wash a black car, <laughs> that is uh, black is beautiful except uh, for wash. Fourteen day. <laughs> years old, you know, you're trying to figure out how to get some of those spots and and all those things out, and you wish that you had something that was as miraculous for something as black. You know, you think about how did God do that? He took something that was phenomenally more difficult than those water spots on that black Lincoln and, and fix those. But we're going to talk about the Lincoln here in a minute. And we, we certainly, I, I don't know if you're like me and you were listening to our friend from Ford talk about that, you know, there's something about control that's just, uh, you know, makes that not too appealing to me that this car is going to drive itself. And then, you, you know, I don't know if you're aware of it, but they're saying within three years, two to three years that this, these new emergency brake technologies will literally, you know, be standard on all cars that are built. And, you know, they take away your ability to brake in certain circumstances because they're going to brake for you whether you like it or not. And, you know, that's that's kind of what's coming our way, Jerry, as we see this. And so we got we got to give up our control. Yeah. And, and, you know, the other concern, you know, in an accident, if a vehicle is being driven that way or not by human and you say, well, it eliminates human error, but then where does that put liability in case, is it automatically going to say, well, it has to be the a vehicle that was driven by a human had to be responsible for it because of technology and one that didn't, man, it just opens up, a, in my mind, it opens up a, a lot of issues and even to the repair process. I mean, it's. And the spiritual metaphors that are all in there. So you may have a view on this and we would love to hear from you. 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. So you can call in with any question, comment, or whatever we're talking about. Please feel free to join the conversation. It's called automatic emergency braking, and that is coming all our ways, whether we like it or not. And you know, it's automatic. When that sees something, it is going to stop your car. And you know, there it's one of those things that just kind of there's something that. You know, where we want to take control, it's it's not going to be the case. And you can see that with Ford and other people with what's coming, if the government says this is going to be safer, it you know, if is the car it, drives yeah. itself at night because it can see 360 and you can't. Yeah, what about the car out there that, that <laughs> that's not being driven, that, you know, that this car is, you know, because all of a sudden if you have that technology, people are going to want to use it, so not always use it safely. Yeah, that's just a lot of issues. And how do you feel if you pull up on Peters Creek or, or on the parkway or up Main Street and look beside you and there's a car that's not manned by a human? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a little, a little freaky. So there's things that are coming. They're coming our way. But the, the we did want to give you an update. Last week we talked about that, you know, we have the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair Ministry for single moms, widows across the country. And we had a particularly difficult situation because this um, lady called me from Reno, Nevada, which we have wonderful stations in, in, in Washington and California and Utah, but we don't have any in, in Nevada. And so we don't have any resources there to help her, but she had was so desperate because she could not get help from anybody in the, in, you know, from the government, (laughs) so to speak. She has a, a special needs child that's on a feeding tube and she you know, has to take constant care of this child. And she needed every Wednesday to go to the doctor appointment and she had blown a head gasket in her car. It was $2,800 was the original estimate. And she 
was beside herself to know what to do because she could not be without her car and it seemed like she could get no help from some anywhere. So she prayed. She was a lady of faith. She told me she was praying and she just went and Googled help for single moms and widows and praise God what came up with the Jesus labor love. And so she contacted us and of course we only have so much in the way of resources to help and because normally we have all these volunteers like Jerry, like Ray's Body Shop and, and so many out there, which by the way, if you go to christiancarguy.com and you click on Christian Car Care Centers, you'll see all the people that volunteer that, that give free labor to single moms, widows, and families across the, you know, in crisis. And we have ways that we vet that, et cetera, but we didn't have that there. So last week I, I said, hey, I you know, and I asked her if it was okay if I asked, you know, for donations, because we have the donation there at, at Jesus Labor Love, and I have to report, I was just so thrilled, and you should have heard her cry. Um, we raised $470 last week that was sent to help this lady towards her, and, and you know, miraculously, that was kind of what she was short, and, she, you know, that was going to make meet the need, and she was going to be able to take care of her daughter as a result of how God did that. But the thing that amazes me, Jerry, about that, and I, and I just sit there and I just praise Jesus because I'm like, you know, God could have sent the money to her any number of different ways, or he could have even kept her car from blowing the head gasket. But what happened was he allowed that to happen so that she could see him in action. And then we, those who donated and those who prayed and those who took part in what happened last week, we all got a chance to play a part in her story to see God come through. And that ends up being an Ebenezer for her, a stone where she can remember God came through for me right here. And, and, and the honor of being able to be part of that is just amazing to me. And I just want to praise God. I want to praise, you know, that the, the heart of all those folks that, that gave of their time to pray and donate and all those things, which again, we have needs every week and they're coming, but it's really cool to see God meet them, Jerry. Yeah, you know, and you mentioned the prayer part. I mean, so many times we say, well, what can I do? I think you have a, a way to pull it up on the on the website, go on the Internet, and see some of those needs and stuff. Just, just lift them up in prayer. And, and I always tell people, you know, sometimes when God lays something on your heart, and at a certain day, if you'll lift it up in prayer, you know, just think, you know, you may be the only one praying for that situation that day. And so just the, the power in that. And then the other opportunities to be able to, to, to help someone, as you mentioned, anybody who, who is in that situation and asking for that help, they're in a crisis. And you sit there in this story where you've got a, a child that special needs that, that has, you know, that is not a burden, but just that added responsibility as a parent to, to care for them and to be able to give them a nurturing home and, and all the sacrifices they have to make. Uh, you know what? As the body of Christ, how we can rally around people like that. I mean, that is, you know, that's what God calls us to do. We look at the, you know, the New Testament church in Acts and stuff. You know, that's what, you know, that that's the the, the foundation of the, the church was just people coming together under one purpose, and that was the purpose of growing closer to Jesus Christ, but also to be there to nurture and to encourage and to help the yeah. family as we fall more in love with God, we fall more in love with one another. That's the natural thing that, that you see because everybody out there bears his image. You know, we're broken. We got our issues. <laughs> if you know me, you know my issues. But, 
But nonetheless, we wanted to thank you for doing that. But speaking of broken in issues, you know, I had this 2002 Blackwood truck, and I wanted to talk about that briefly in that, um, you know, I, my, my stepmother passed away, and we inherited this truck. Well, we couldn't, I couldn't use it in the place of old red, so my wife took it. It was a really nice truck, had a lot of features that, it can never replace old oh, red. Oh, no, no, no. And we're going to give you an update next week on old red. You're going to be pretty excited to hear. We, we may even have to rename it a little bit or something because of what's all gone on with old red, but it's pretty cool. But for this, the Lincoln Blackwood, undoubtedly, you know, here's a black car. And, and you know, God provided because Stoner Car Care sent me this unbelievable package. You know, you're the Christian car guy. They want you to evaluate stuff. And, by the way, I get stuff all the time. You know, people have fuel additives and whatever, and you rarely hear me talk about the stuff because rarely does it ever do what it says it's going to do. So I'm not going to share something that, you know, isn't, isn't going to do it. But this stuff, I got to tell you, they have a product called Invisible Glass. And it was really, really cool when it was raining. Jerry, you know, about two days later that, you know, my wife's windshield wipers work great. And the the the, tire, the wheel cleaner, because you know how the brake dust gets on those these older wheels. And so we scrubbed, and, we, and you know, five hours later, we, you know, we brought a little bit of the kingdom to the Lincoln Blackwood. But, you know, it was just simply a little bit and just the elbow grease to do it. Yeah, you know, and, and just taking time. You know, I know this, I hear you're talking about the, the products and stuff, but just, just the importance of spending some time with your car, the longevity, the getting, giving it new life almost, you know, and. It brings back that thrill for you also when you look out there and that, that vehicle looks looks nice again. Well, and it was really cool because I had the tools. You know, back in the days when I reconditioned cars for my father in the used car lot, we had all the product. You know, the trim cleaner and you had this, that, and the other. And I'm I'm probably too cheap to go out and buy all this stuff. <laughs> but to have the tools all there to do all those different things, you know, after five hours, sit back and go, wow, man, this thing's ready for the front line if I had a used car lot. <laughs> Well, we are going to find out about OnStar's Big Brother watching you and letting you know about your insurance company. So that's coming up. Stay tuned. More Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Jesus, only Jesus. You're listening to the Christian Car Guys show, which, you know, with that in mind, it's pretty much we we have nothing without that, Jerry. We really can't do anything without him, and, and it's just it's it's been an honor to be on these years with him. And you, you know, in that light of things, one of the one of the the seven spirits of God, my personal favorite of the seven spirits of God, is this one that says, um, "It's a delight in the fear of the Lord." And it's, it's this place where you know God has this. You know that God is in control and he's standing overhead of you. Well, interestingly, for years, for 
all years I was growing up, my father worked for General Motors. And General Motors has a product that's similar to that. <laughs> it's not really similar, <laughs> but I can't help but note that they have like, it's well. called, it's, you know, that it's kind of with you all the time. It's called OnStar. And, uh, <laughs> we, have, you know, they, they can chime in when they want to. We have Stefan Cross here with us with OnStar Communications with General Motors. I bet you've never had that description of what you do, Stefan, in your entire uh, career. <laughs> you know, we've heard OnStar referred to as the, the angels inside the vehicle or the OnStar angels. So that's a new one, but it's pretty close. <laughs> But it's cool. You guys are expanding your horizons and, and able to uh, use this technology now to, to save your um, users some money and you're expanding some coverage. Share with us what you got going. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks for having me, first off. Um, you know, when you see a lot of new technologies coming to vehicles, they're often in the, the newest model year vehicle, your 2016 or 2017 model year vehicle. Um, what we want to do is bring that technology back customers who might be driving older model year vehicles. So folks who are driving 2011 and newer model year vehicles can actually push the blue OnStar button and get some of our basic connectivity services free for three years. Wow. So they've got the button and now they're going to be able to use it. And it, there are some really nice stuff and really life-saving stuff that's going on with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that basic connectivity, it, it gives you um, a couple features that we see customers really use pretty often. Uh, one is access to our Remote Link mobile app. Um, so through this mobile app, you can actually control certain vehicle commands. You can start your car, unlock your car, lock your doors from any distance. So say you're at the airport and your car is in the parking garage and you forgot you locked your doors, you can quickly bring out your mobile app, press lock, and be assured that your car is locked in the airport parking garage there. Um, it's wow, also that, that's, a, that's like vehicle. for the older Robbie app. That's what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Or I if you park really far yeah. away and you, know, you want to warm up your car before you get to it, you can quickly remote start your car and it's nice and toasty when you get into it. Wow, that is, that is awesome. The one that really, uh, that, that I'm seeing, and I guess this is something that is not quite yet there, but that you're going to have a way that you, you monitor their driving habits and, and give them feedback, but also be able to provide that to their insurance company? Yeah, exactly. That, that service is called OnStar Smart Driver, and it should be launching in the next month or so. Um, and what this does, you know, exactly as you mentioned, if the customers opt in, fully opt in service, um, if customers opt in, we will monitor feedback on, on how they're driving. So things like hard braking, hard acceleration, time of day or time of night that they're driving. And then they can go online um, to actually see how their driving is, is factoring into how safe of a driver they are. Um, so it compiles a full, we call it a smart driver score, and you can see you know, on each trip how, how smart of a driver you were. Now, as a, then, as a parent, I, 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 I'm just to jump in. As a parent, I'm just wondering, if I had that on my daughter's car, can I get a report <laughs> that showed me how she's driving? Yeah, well, if you're the owner of the vehicle, so if it's if you own it and it's your OnStar account, then you have access to the information. So oh, if you your go. daughter is driving your car, for example, then, yeah, by all means, you can go on there and, and see if she's been a safe driver. Well, that's awesome. And so tell us how it works with the insurance companies now. That And I understand Progressive's already on the board. Yeah, both Progressive and Liberty Mutual are both on board right now, and we're working with a few other ones. 
Um, but how it works is the data is completely yours. And say you have a, a good smart driver score and you say, wow, I think I could really get some insurance discounts with this score. You can choose to send that score anonymously to the insurance company. Um, and the insurance company will review it and say, okay, this person qualifies for a discount. And then they'll send it back to us and we'll alert the, the customer that, hey, you actually do qualify for an insurance discount through Progressive, Liberty Mutual, or one of our other partners. That is so cool. Well, if, if you look in your crystal ball now, what do you see coming on the horizon from OnStar that really has you excited? Yeah, well, I think there's just a lot of potential with the connected car today. Um, you know, we introduced 4G LTE Wi-Fi into our vehicles a couple model years ago. Um, and we're seeing a lot of, you know, not only is that a built-in Wi-Fi hotspot in the vehicle so that passengers, kids in the backseat can connect to Wi-Fi, but it also opens up a lot of potential for, for new future services. Um, one that I'm really excited about is called Proactive Alerts, which actually can predict when a problem may happen in your vehicle before it even occurs. Yeah, and, and, and the neat thing is, like you say, having that connectivity to where, you know, there's sort of a human that's connected to your car that can help you out in, in certain circumstances. It's a wonderful idea and a wonderful network, and God bless you guys. I'm so glad that you're you're watching out for us, Stephen. Hey, we appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad that uh, you know, you're part of the General Motors family. Um, and, yeah, like you said, we have answer advisors that are there for our customers 24-7. So it's always that, that peace of mind when you're behind the vehicle. God bless you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, it's kind of fun, Jerry, to have both Ford and General Motors on this week. You know, I, I don't think I've ever had both in the same week. <laughs> well, maybe I have, but it's been a few years. But there's a lot of stuff out there, and they're, they're constantly improving the technology and, and those kind of things. But you know, there's something about me that just says, you know, if you'll take care of your car <laughs> and old reds out there and, and the good news is I think I'm going to pick it up Monday that it's been kind of rejuvenated. So we're going to get a real big update on that on the old red. That's my uh, 1995 Dodge Dakota with 388,000 miles on it when it decided to, it, 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 it kind of milkshaked its oil and we blew the head gasket. And so there's a lot of stuff coming, Jerry. Yeah, you know, and and as you mentioned, it's just common sense stuff, a lot of things. You know, you don't need, I mean, this is just a like OnStar, and those those are just tools, but unless you take the initiative to follow through, and it, a lot of times it's just common sense. I mean, I can I can also, through the body shop stuff, I can give you a, a, a driver report. Uh, I don't need to tell you sudden braking. I can tell you, you know, your, your brake when you hit another object. I mean, we have a lot of that come in just where people are careless, and stuff and just don't take the initiative to behind the wheel being cautious and careful and being aware of your surroundings and also just the maintenance of the vehicle as you said it's just common sense stuff just well and 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 there's you know like a lot of men we like to know we have what it takes and you know when you take four or five hours on a saturday or sunday when you have the time to go out and spend time with your wife's car and you do all that stuff when you when you sit back and you look at it and you go wow <laughs> that new car feeling again I, I feel God's pleasure kind of like the guy who ran the marathon like I could see you know God was thinking you know that you did something good here your wife can see better when it rains and and all this stuff so get out there and enjoy your cars today thank you so much for listening to the Christian Car Guy show but 
Jerry, one piece of advice. Don't go wax them before you take them to the body shop. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's how people pull in the car. I've got an appointment. Hey, I just cleaned your car and detailed it and waxed it and put armor all on everything for you. Don't do that. Uh, don't Remember, do that. slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show.